Hello, and welcome to the Growth Drive Hot Seat. I'm your host, George Sandman, founder and CEO of Growth Drive. And Growth Drive is the number one best-selling business advising system. From the hot seat, you're going to hear from your fellow senior business advisors as they get naked and share truths about client engagements and running a thriving advisory business. Now, I'm the author of The Growth Driving Advisor, proven strategies for leading businesses from stuck to best in class. And this book is written based on my experiences working with over a thousand business advisors like you on thousands and thousands of business cases published by Forbes and available on Amazon and Kindle. Here's what you're going to learn. Every two weeks, we're going to, we're going to put an advisor in the hot seat and we're going to get topics answered about winning engagements, how we tackle the things we see in those engagements, about running a thriving advisory business, new and proven business models, and open mic. You can submit your topics and we will have our guests answer them online. We publish every two weeks. Never miss an episode. You can subscribe, like, and share on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Here's your next episode. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, excited to have you back here in the advisor hot seat. This is a chance for us to really get down and, as we say, get naked about the things that, that senior professionals see inside their engagements. And today, uh, my guest is Anna Halliburta. Anna, welcome. Thank you, George. It's great to be here today. Awesome. Anna and I have worked together for a long time and we've become very good friends. Uh, and uh, so we will try not to wax into the irreverent, uh, but we might. And uh, Anna is a, you know, when I first met you, right, you had Triumph um, and and then you uh, you created and are growing uh, Be Ready Exits. And you want to talk about um, probably not, you know, a brief description of Triumph so people can place you in the uh, in the in the stratosphere. A little bit on your background. And then, uh, you know, why you started Be Ready and where you're trying to take it. And then we'll get into, you know, the things we see in client engagements. Sound like a plan? It's a plan, George. Thank you. All right. I'll just jump right in. Let me give my background first. Uh, I am a CPA um, for over 40 years. I've uh, been a CFP, Certified Financial Planner. Uh, I got that in 86. Um, Triumph Business Services, LLC out of Denver, Colorado. And uh, it mimics a full-blown CPA firm, but we specifically did not name it CPA firm. Uh, we named it business services because we were entrepreneurs. My co-founder, Custo Avalos, and I uh, co-founded Triumph Business Services, and it was geared towards advising business owners, uh, everything from how to structure the best structure for your business, um, obviously tax planning, uh, you know, how to actually run a business, what, what the different phases of business growth were, because we're entrepreneurs. You know, we've been kicked to the curb a, a couple of times going out, <laughs> trying to figure it for ourselves, like many business yep. advisors. Uh, and that has grown, uh, uh, we have clients literally worldwide on that. Uh, well, about uh, six, eight years ago, um, I started to understand that um, when, when it came to business advisory, exit planning was key and critical there. And what exit planning does really is it focuses the business owner's 
uh, attention on not only growing the business and the day-to-day minutia that business owners get into. And so, so I started to understand that a lot of the other business advisors that I worked with really were cards close to the vest. They were afraid to share too much. And if it's our clients, that's one thing. But if it's but if it's another advisor's clients whose client needs that kind of help, then um, you know they're worried about you know if if they're another accounting firm, are we going to steal the business from sure. who's ever re- referring sure. it in? And, and is that is that be ready's uh, mantra? Is really we can collaborate and we're not here to steal your lunch money. That's exactly what it is. And we do one-on-one client engagements. But what we also specialize in is the collaboration with other professionals, such as CPAs, attorneys, financial planners, money managers, insurance professionals, Mm -hmm. you know, whomever is out there advising clients within their own siloed specialty. Uh, Most of these do not have the experience to advise a client or the training on how to, you know, figure out where they're starting from, what the value of their business is, what it needs to be when they exit, whether that's retire, go on to the next big business project, whatever that looks like. Um, And is, is that going to be enough money? Because most businesses are the largest single asset. Yeah. So, um, so in working in collaborating with other, uh, business advisors, our goal is to protect their relationship. There's no hornet, any matter than a money manager who's dealt with a business owner for 15, 20 years and have gone through the hard times and have collected a thousand, three thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars a year in fees and commissions, uh, from providing key services uh, to that business owner only to have the liquidity event when the business owner sells and some exit planner or M&A professional comes in and says, oh, you know, that's just a small shop. I've got somebody you should be talking with. Uh, So they refer it out and the big liquidity event, let's say their payday comes along and all of a sudden they're cut out of the loop. Well, yeah. the be ready business model is to protect and build that relationship. Part of it is the be ready team. We uh, educate and train the other advisor as we go through the process. I'm not going to teach them to do my job, but I am going to teach them the concepts and the path forward so that they can be a good participant in the exit planning process and their role, they can be as involved in their within their own silo as they need or want to be, or they can be a cheerleader on the sides, the business owner's best friend to help them through the process. You know, yeah, because there's a lot of emotion in the process as well. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping to have, uh, we have a future guest that's, we're going to, we're going to get into that. She's probably the worldwide expert on this issue. Um, So Anna, you know, what I love is, and this is one of the reasons you and I become such good friends. You know, there's, there's, a referral is kind of a dirty word, right? And you seem to your business model recognizes that. This is this is about collaboration, which is I know it's a hackneyed term, but this is about hey, you know, we are working together 
for the benefit of the client. We're we're each going to bet, you know, get our equitable participation in the good we're, we're delivering. That's capitalism. That's great. But we, you know, I, I think you're saying, and I've seen you do it. We respect and honor your role, and uh, and we support you, and we want to make sure that you meet your business advisory needs as well. You know, can you can you share how that's played out in a uh, in an engagement? Absolutely. I'm at a, an ESOP seminar downtown Denver, and everybody's sitting in this huge room, and during breaks and on lunch, you know, we pair off into different groups or go off into different groups and talk. And I start talking about uh, business exit planning. And I'm approached by a gal who her and I have become good friends at this point. And she says to me, you know, I've got a client um, and he is looking to sell his business. He's done a lot of work on it, but um you know, I'm really kind of struggling to figure out how he can leave his business and walk away from it uh, with enough money to live. And this gal's name, and is it okay to mention sure, her name? Sure, uh, absolutely. Alicia Firestone, what a wonderful name. I love her name. Absolutely. But uh, she, she's an LPL advisor. Uh, mm-hmm. she, she does financial planning, money under management. And so... Uh, she said, would you step in, meet with a client, take a look at it? So I did that. I met with a client and uh, we all got along. And so I brought him to market, you know, and Alicia's looking for that liquidity event out there. So so I brought him to market and we got all the way to about a week before the closing. And so you know, we've got the LOIs in place and we're ready to go. And in the latest update of the contract, it was disclosed that they were going to change the name of the business day one. Now, let's look at some of the emotional backstory here that, that I found out working with this client. Uh, client and his wife had been married for quite some what, time. What was his reaction to the fact that they were going to change the name? He walked away from the deal. Boy. All right. So they were offering him 10x when at that, you know, 10 times earnings when at that time, three and four X was normal, not only for the uh, business environment, the economy at that time, but also within his industry, within the geographic setting of Front Range, Colorado. And This man could have just retired, not worried about anything else. But the problem was uh, he and his wife could never have children. The business was his legacy, his baby. So he walked away from it so that he could find somebody to take over the, the business, buy the business that would retain his legacy. And so we did a complete about face. And I found a different deal structure form, which is something I call the uh, Structured Stock Redemption Plan, an SSRP. Um, and you know, not everybody understands that particular exit strategy. But, uh, but it took us another two years to find the appropriate 
individual to come in and take over the bid. We did the contracts, everything got in place. And so it's a number of years later, everybody's uh, happy and satisfied. Militia retained the the client, you know, over, yep. over the years, the client moved out of uh, state and, um, you know, kind of rode off into the Arizona sunset. So, um, it's interesting what you know. It's interesting the things that can uh, that can blow up a deal when you're you know you're you're at the altar, and uh, and they you know it's sometimes it's like that. You know, that's fascinating. So, so and you ended up with a very happy uh, collaboration partner, right? right? Happy client. It's so important um, that when we're doing this business advising, whether whether you're and I know you work on. You talked about Triumph. You work on growing profits and making the purposeful link between profits and transferable value. Um, you know, this ends up being a team exercise, right? This is not. Let's talk for a sec, Anna, about uh, about that concept and about um, how. Like, why do why do we get along so well? Why do we work together? What do you get out of out of your uh, out of the work we do together? Uh, because you know. There's having an echo chamber is one thing. Having access to a platform um, is another. Well, one of the things that uh, any advisor challenges advisors face uh, as they go out to do their job. And historically, what I've seen with business advisors and I've collaborated with business advisors over the years. Um, I've had them as clients over the years. Sure. And one of the, you know, mantras in, in the advisory business is you want something that's wash, rinse, and repeat. Yeah. But most advisors don't have, a, you know, a tool, a platform to do it. So they're recreating uh, an engagement right. every time they go through and get a new engagement, a new client. Uh, unless their scope is so very, very narrow, such as, all right, you know, I'm going to, I'm a money manager. I want your 401k, 401k money. So that's a very narrow conversation. But if somebody's collaborating or advising a business owner, the dynamics there are huge. You yeah. know, that, you know, when we talk about uh, business drivers. And so most, of the advisors, you know, find a tool or three or four that they love. But what their task is, you know, getting what they can out of one tool and taking that piece that they like, that they mm -hmm. understand, that they can apply to their client, coupling that up with tools from another uh, system and sure. take out of that what's good until they find something that works best for them. And up until recently, when the you know technology has caught up to business advisory services, uh, but when we specifically start looking at not the narrow business advisory services, but the broader consulting on growing the value of the business, you need to look at all of the business drivers. There uh, is not an easy-to-use, predictable outcome platform until recently. Now there's, uh, and I have used 
many tools and I've got, you know, my own tool bag. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I learn a ton from you. Yep. And so, uh, like for instance, uh, there's one tool that I love. It's, it's Excel based. It's called profit sense. Yep. What a wonderful tool, but it has a wide, narrow, if that makes any sense, range of application. And in order to get all of the benefit of using the tool, you've got to spend some time using the tool. So when... Well, and, and for clients, it's not written in, in CEOEs, right? So you sit down with ProfitSense with a client and if they're not a, a if they're not in that 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 slim minority that is very numbers centric, um, they're much more. They tend to be much more visionary and operational. Uh, you know, you sit down with Profit Sense, and you you, you know, we all see the clients' the eyes glaze over, right? Well, so, sorry to interrupt. Of, Go ahead. Yeah, and and Profit Sense was written for the advisor yep. to have the great information. Tool. Yep. to communicate that to the client. It does produce great reports, mm -hmm. but you have to sit there and walk through the reports with the client and explain to them why that is a valuable tool, what is the information that they're receiving from that tool, and then start to get them to say, all right, well, how can I learn, change what I'm doing, change my habits, change my operations in order to grow the value. So a lot of that historically has rested on the skill set of the business advisor. Yeah, All because, because ProfitSense doesn't show you the levers, right? It shows you the numbers to work on for sure, but it doesn't show you the levers to pull inside the business to generate a, a you know a predictable outcome. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, and it does a good job and that's that's a, a tool in my toolbox. You know, it's, you know, it, you know, let's call it the hammer. But if I was a roofer, I want a freaking nail gun or a, you know, yeah, you bet. <laughs> so, uh, but which is why when uh, you develop growth drive and clarity, uh, you developed it as a platform and not a tool. Yeah. And and I'm fortunate enough. This is not a paid promotion, ladies and gentlemen, by the way. But thank you, Anna. Well, you know, because you and I have been friends for a while and have yep. you know worked on engagements, um, I got to see behind the curtain a bit. Yeah. I was gonna say behind the kimono, but you know, let's cut that one out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, and you know that you know, and, and and those of you listening, you know, I, I call Anna, you know, I this I, we pick the brains of senior professionals, right? And say, okay, what are you using? What are we seeing? And we get a consensus. And then we, we could take that back into, into the lab, into the skunk works. And, uh, and, and so, which is why you're the, I think the point that I'm anticipating you're going to make, in fact, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up and, and let you make the point. Go that, ahead. That your platform and, you know, let's, differentiate what a platform is to what a system is. Um, you know, you have both training and uh, software that between the two, and let me, you know, give you the, you know, I'm going to steal this from you, the third leg of the stool, 
Mm-hmm. You have the collaboration from people who yeah. are business advisors in the industry that understand and know your technology. So there's also a community out there, which is, in my mind, is a, is extremely important. Yeah. So that if somebody says, okay, uh, you know, I, I'm a business advisor and I want my job to be easier. I'm really good at what I do. You know, but I don't want to, you know, create a whole new set of Excel spreadsheets or customize them. You want something out there that does that part for you. But not only that, it gives you additional insights and actions to take um, that the advisor can either follow or not. But from what I've seen, those are the... um, best in class actions yep. to to address how do you build the value how do you build recurring revenues and profits yes. how do you build the recurring cash flow um and you know w- when you change something in the business and this might be uh i probably got this either from talking with you or from from your book growth drive um that when you change one thing in the business, it is not out there as a standalone thing. If you increase sales, you need to make sure you have the infrastructure to handle the increased sales. So the in a way that delights the customer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and, and, and all... instead of makes their life harder, it delights the 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 client. Yeah. It delights the customer so that yeah, you can sell more, but, you know, your delivery time, you know, went from 10 days to 60 days. That's not a happy happenstance. No, that's right. That's exactly right. You know, Mm -hmm. and so when under the be ready moniker, uh, when I look at collaborating with other advisors, uh, you, you also need a platform under which the other advisor who does not have your background, your training, they can understand the process as yes. well as the owner understanding the process so that they're not there on a separate call after you get done engage, engaging with a client for a day or a week, you know, having a private conversation saying, eh, you know, I'm not sure that gal you know, seems to know what she's talking about, but that doesn't seem right to me. You know, you take away that, uh, pushback from the other advisor because if they don't understand the process, if they can't see where you're leading the client's business, yes, they will often, you know, if they don't know it, they get scared. Voodoo, but, you know, right? It creates voodoo. I completely agree. And that's the delta between a qualitative Right. And you're describing a qualitative experience and a quantitative experience. And we're, you know, we're, we have, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're quants, right? We love to quantify, to measure, um, and, and to do it in ways with, with numbers that, that some of which are related to have dollar signs in front of them, many of which are operational, um, operational metrics. And what's cool, Anna, so you've used, so, when you use the three dimensions of growth, for example, um, with the methodology, 
with another advisor. So we take a wealth planner who has this much experience. I mean, they typically have grown a business, right? Their own, but they don't, they've never run a, a manufacturing company, you know, what have you, like a, a company that's similar to the clients. When you have a common framework, it's something that's easy to approach for the advisors and for the business owners. What's your experience been uh, in terms of gaining, you know, gaining momentum uh, and helping to start to, to deliver change? One of the things I really try to do uh, is, is I have a variety of, uh, and I call them introductory tools. Sure. Uh, you know, some of these are, you know, the level one, mm-hmm. you know, in clarity. Some of these are surveys from like the IEPA. Sure. Um, and some of these are from my own um, experience as an advisor. Yeah, you have a terrific, uh, you have a terrific quick value gut check uh, on your website. Yeah. Yep. Veracity so, numbers. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the veracity uh, of the financials. So what I always recommend is for the referring advisor to take the survey and the level one of clarity themselves because another advisor will not be able to understand the output yes unless they have their own input and see what the output is yep. to see if it's real or not and uh that's a a secondary sales uh process that I go through sure. because I need the advisor to understand what I'm doing and to understand the information the client is getting and just how impactful it is. Sure. And that's really twofold because the uh, you know here I am giving you the special sauce here. The rest <laughs> to my special sauce is that if you know like say I've got you know another advisor out there almost doesn't matter what discipline they're in uh, and they take the surveys and they understand it. Usually by the end of the engagement, I will say, would you like to do this for your own business? Interesting. So, so if I could get the other advisor to get their business more valuable running better, them making more money, have it be easier for them to make the money they're making. Yep. All right. So even if they refer me one or two or three more clients, but they may become a client as well because they need what this type of advisor is offering them. Yeah. You know, they need to eat their own cooking. You know, it, they it, need let's to eat our own dog food. It, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. I'll tell a quick war story. Um, a, these concepts, um, you take a, you, we, the CPA firm was looking at themselves and saying, listen, why is our tax practice struggling so badly? And they applied, um, they applied some discipline, some, some concepts um, that you'll find uh, that you'll find uh, in the book. They ended up selling their entire firm to a top, let's just say top 10 without giving it away, but firmly in the top 10 of U.S. accounting firms because they had made it such a well-run machine. And I, uh, and I can tell you that the managing partner of the, of the firm uh, became a friend for life, big fan. 
uh, yeah, so helping them understand. So, Anna, if you're if if I understand you correctly, you're saying that uh, you you sit down with let's say a wealth advisor, right? And they're running an advisory business um, with with support staff, with with goals, with you know all the things that marketing and sales and all the things that come along with it. And you're saying, okay, yeah, I'm I'm working with this client, and we may work with several, and I think that's a pretty common experience for you, right? They they get they start getting some traction, they're going to open up their Rolodex, but you're pivoting and saying, hey. What about you? Are you ready to run the marathon? That's fascinating. You know, I did not know that, by the way. Thanks right. for sharing the secret sauce. As a case in point, um, uh, uh, several weeks ago, I met, uh, there was a lady, I was out, out to dinner. Uh, You're not just out to lunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which sometimes I am, but I was uh, you know, catching an early dinner. Uh, I, I was out seeing clients and I said, all right, uh, so I'm going to stop. And there's this lady sitting next to me and she's got her laptop open and she's having dinner. It turns out she was waiting for her daughter to get done with hockey practice at a rink close by. Been there. Yep. And so we started talking and she's a business advisor to the medical profession here in the front range area. And the more we spoke, the more we found we had in common. So I said, great, you know, let's keep in touch. You know, we traded cards. We, uh, I sent her an email. Great to meet you. And then a couple of weeks ago, we finally connected. And she said, I'm holding a a symposium for the medical field. Uh, Let's talk about how you might fit into it. You know, it's 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 going to be pre-recorded because it's hard to get doctors in a room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, by the end of an hour and a half conversation, and our conversation was scheduled for thirty minutes, she said, "You're on." Um, and so, so I'll be speaking at this symposium in April. Terrific. But. I said, take the take the surveys. So I believe that she is going to become a wonderful collaboration partner because I'd love to awesome. work with this gal. I really would. She's smart. She's bright. We talk the same language, uh, awesome. but she has her niche. And so I can see us working together. And that's from a conversation. I was tired. She was tired. Uh yeah, you never know, right? You're one Just chance encounter away from a tremendous relationship. And that's true of so many things in life. You know, one of the things that you've said that that uh that really resonates is uh is this concept of a platform. And that's something that, you know, candidly, you and I talk you, you and I have been talking about, you know, business advising systems, business advising platforms, uh and um and you know, what we have here is a platform, right? How do we plug in um we have a platform that that interacts. Oh, by the way, that interacts with um, outside. You know, can't can't solve all the world's problems. We interact with outside systems like ProfitSense um, to, to help to better help the client. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's interesting. Platform and collaboration are are uh, you know joined at the hip. And George and. You know, because this is a conversation that our community will be listening to. The other 
and because the Be Ready business model is geared to collaborate with other professionals, one of the things that uh, I always say is, you know, I don't know everything. I'm the first to admit it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are people out there that have strengths and weaknesses, but understanding how you, for one step back, for a business advisor to understand how they got to where they're at, that's important. Mm -hmm. And that's important to me as a collaborator. So if you collaborate with somebody, how did they get to that point in their business advisory services? When I went to university, um, there wasn't a college course called consulting. No, there still isn't. Right. Not to I mean, my knowledge, but that's, there are plenty of MBAs who would argue with that. But but you're you're right. You're right. And and so most of the middle market, lower middle market advisors have either come up because they uh, started and grown a business in a particular industry, uh, maybe one or two. And they've been successful and then been able to really monetize. Yeah. Uh, what they've done and maybe it's because they have a process maybe it's because they have a knack and intuition of making the right moves you like maybe it is one of the mbas out there sure uh so you know they've done it through experience as i you know like to pick up the old term the school of hard knocks and they go out there and they see other business owners struggling and they want to help them. I've yeah. got one uh, client. Uh, he's a client of uh, my partners uh, at Triumph. And he comes to me for business advisory skills. So he has started to advise other small businesses in his industry how he got profitable, how he grew his business. Sure. Sure. Heck of a legacy, right? To share that out with the world. Oh, absolutely. So that's one way to get into a business advisory. Another one is that you've worked your way up. You've sat in the COO, the CFO, the CEO seats. Yep. um, And uh, you know how to run a certain size business in a certain industry in a certain location, and you can duplicate that. So you have a narrow focus on who you're business owners are, you know, like whether it's in medicine or whether it's in transportation. Uh, So they're really focused on delivering what they deliver. And then you have people who are specialists in one area who are called into an advisory engagement, Yes, you know, to do things like um, marketing, marketing, websites, sure. Whatever that looks Which like. Which I say with all with all affection and respect, wrench turners, right? These are people who have specialty expertise, and we need to bring them in. And as business advisor, you, you you don't. I mean, you do happen to know a lot about these aspects, but but you're not a marketing professional, right? You're not a CMO. You're not. But you you here's the thing, and this is a key. You bring in. You help your clients see where outside expertise could help them break through a log jam, could help them make their processes better, grow more quickly. And, uh, and that is incredibly valuable. Yeah. Um, 
Anna, you know, we've been chatting for a few minutes here, about a half hour. Um, so unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap this up, which makes me sad. Uh, our conversations, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes go into the two hours uh, free form, uh, but we'll we'll uh, we'll keep we'll stay on desk today. If there's one thing, if there were one thing, right, piece of advice, admonition, warning, uh, suggestion for clients, advisors, the market, what would that be? Do you think? Put you on the spot. Well, you know. And I'm just falling back on, on the be ready business model right now. The yep. collaboration part of it is that whenever you find a new tool, test it out on yourself in your own practice first, run your own numbers through it. Sure. That's the only way you will understand, but more importantly, trust the output of the tool and how to apply it. And then if you are advising a client that, you know, your business is too dependent upon the owner. Yep. And if the business is 100% dependent upon you, then you need to put best practices in place within your own practice in order to deliver that, you know, do it by example, not by yeah, you know, do what I say, not do what I do. Sure. No, eat your own dog food. Do yeah. That. Eat your own dog food. You absolutely have to do it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, one of the things that I've learned is that uh, if you don't know the answer to a question, it's easy to say, I don't know, but we can find out. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's so funny. Yes. I don't know, but I'll get the answer for you. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, well, Anna. Listen, super fun conversation. Thank you very much. And uh, and you're 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 kicking alphabet uh, out out in the world. It's fun to work with you. And uh, and so, uh, listen, folks. If uh, you know, if, if I'm sure Anna is actually, it's funny. I, I'm sure that you Anna's available, right? She's a, you're a, you're you're one of us. You're a you're a net giver. Uh, I mean, you're a thought leader. And uh, and it's fun. You know, these are always fun conversations. So thank you very much. And, uh, you know, folks, to, to find Anna and, and people like her, all, you only have to go as far as the Growth Drive community. And uh, and there, there we have we have a lot of a lot of folks uh, here. Anna happens to be one of our leaders. And uh, it, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you, George, for letting me um, share a little bit about my experience and what I do. Thank you. Awesome.